Hi, and welcome to a special podcast from MedTech Insight from Sightline. I'm MedTech Insight's commercial and R&D editor, Reed Miller. Today, we've got a special interview that I thought deserved its own recording. I talked to Andre Lede. He is the U.S. Vice President for Ambulatory Surgical Centers at J&J MedTech. He works specifically with J&J's Depew Synthes brand of products for total joint, sports medicine, and trauma surgery. Now, as we've written about on MedTech Insight before, ambulatory surgical centers are gradually taking over a big piece of the surgery market, especially in orthopedic surgery, but probably ultimately not just orthopedic surgery. So I took this opportunity to talk to him about how the emergence of these ASCs is changing the medtech business, how his company addresses it, and how he thinks it's going to change surgery and healthcare in general. So he joined J&J last August after a long time with Medtronic, including the last 12 years or so as a director in their robotic therapies business. So just as one more reminder, you can read more about the topics we discussed, J&J and ASCs on medtechinsight.com. There you can also find links to all of our previous podcasts and the podcasts of our sister sightline insight publications, including in vivo script, HBW and pink sheet. There's a link at the top of the page. It's just a uh, podcast. So let me get right into my conversation with Andre Lede. So welcome. What drew you to join Johnson and Johnson after your time at Medtronic and what drew you to this job in particular? You know, I will say I, I spent, uh, you know, quite a bit of time uh, with another global you know, med device leader and about 12 years or so with uh, Medtronic and had a great experience there. But I will tell you, uh, what drew me to this opportunity in this organization is, you know, simply put, you know, J&J is a storied, you know, American institution. And just honestly, their, you know, global commitment to, you know, addressing healthcare disparities um, has always been front and center in my mind, but also to just the long time, you know, commitment to things like innovation and technology and, and where this particular team was in the space of ASCs and the growth in this new channel of surgical healthcare and the greater access of care that this provides to, to all Americans. I was really intrigued by that space. And then as I got through the interview process and started down that path, I realized how really talented this team was. And it was just a combination I couldn't deny. So really, really excited to be here. So maybe just describe your your group's role uh, a little bit, what it is you, you're focused on specifically. Yeah, so so our uh, U.S. commercial uh, ASCT for Depew Synthes um, is focused on working specifically in the ASC channel with uh, the majority of the ownership of you know our surgeon owners um, as well as ASC administrator groups. Some are you know IDN uh, based or healthcare based um, um, ownership groups as well. But we're focused on the growth and clinical success of ASCs. And so we're not focused on shifting, you know, patient care from traditional settings in hospitals or anything of the like, but the 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 patients and the business that are moving into that space, you know, our, our goal is to make sure that we help to support and really create a brand new ecosystem across the entire DPS space, which is everything from, you know, joint reconstruction, shoulders, hips and knees to robotics to sports medicine, you know, spine. So all of these critical areas, as well as beyond within the greater J&J MedTech, where there's opportunities for us to partner and really show up as a, you know, a partner of choice and building and helping sustain growth in the ASC group. Like you said, your job is not to shift volume to ASCs, but it's uh, it's an area that's growing, whether you have anything to say about it or not. So maybe you can talk about 
particularly now, what is driving this growth of ASCs and, and maybe reflect on how that's changed maybe in recent years? Yeah, Reed, I think that's a fair question. Yeah. I mean, if you look even 10, 15 years ago, it was seen more as a, a novelty or a specialty for, for some groups to find block time, honestly, in crowded hospitals. Um, and so you'd see groups like, you know, ENT, possibly some um, um, extremity groups or plastics, you know, primarily in the, you know, ambulatory surgery center space. Now, you know, I'll just reflect on a, a comment uh, that was made by a CEO of a large ASC group I spoke to, um, probably even 2019, he said their mix was about 3070 on their surgical orthopedic space uh, for their surgical uh, units. And uh, as of today, that's shifted from 30% ASC, 70% hospital to now 82% ASC, 18% hospital. And he doesn't see that shifting the other way. And so I think some of the things that are driving that um, bottom line is, you know, we have an aging population um, in the U.S. Um, these baby boomers and, and aging populations and older citizens in the U.S., you know, they're playing golf still. They're wanting to live full and active lives. They're traveling. And really, honestly, some of them are still working. And so given that dynamic, in concert with the, the access of care, the safety that's now been known to be found in the ASC uh, setting, now this allows people to, to get back to their lives. And, and honestly, DPS and Depucentes are committed to keeping uh, you know Americans moving. So our partnership in this ASC space to help ju do just that has is, is been um, second to none. And one of the great things is that now data has been deployed to not just say, hey, this is convenient, but it's also highly effective in providing excellent clinical outcomes uh, while also addressing the convenience and needs of our patients. Just to clarify that, so what are the kinds of procedures that are particularly well-suited to an ASC? It's getting more broad than you would think. Right. So, you know, obviously things like, um, um, you know, laminectomies, things of that nature in the in the spine space and, you know, minimally invasive opportunities, but also, you know, things like, you know, total knees, you know, hips. Uh, we're able to now do those safely and effectively in the hospital setting. If you look at even uh, uh, platforms and, and instruments like the Velus robotic system, for a prime example that we created, it is perfectly designed with that value in mind. It's got a very small footprint uh, by comparison. Its user interface is very much used or designed to be used in the you know ambulatory surgery center setting where you don't need a preoperative CT. So that's one less touch point and one less cost for a patient to have to go uh, across town to get a CT, you know, then have another touch point going to the uh, the surgery center. You can get a simple x-ray, load that in, and then, of course, be able to have, you know, a knee or hip procedure. And, of course, those technologies tied into, you know, other advancements that we have that reduce waste, that reduce instruments that are necessary in these surgeries. Uh, yeah, those those are finding a great home and great space. Shoulders, shoulders are growing actually faster than any other segment. Uh, that we've seen in the ASC setting. So folks are now able to safely get, you know, shoulder procedures as well. And then, of course, our lower extremities, things like bunionectomies, um, even some upper extremity uh, opportunities are finding homes in those spaces as well. How has the reimbursement situation incentivized ASCs? And is that still ongoing? Or would you like to see maybe more, especially at a CMS? Yeah, I think it's fair to say that it continues to evolve. 
I would say the the unique aspects is over the last few years, we've seen more and more procedures that have fallen off of the inpatient only list for ASCs into that now uh, approvable area uh, for for uh, consideration for ambulatory surgery centers. And that continues to what we find to be, you know, not only a challenge as more patients move to that space, but it's an area I think that we can continue to see improvement. I think payers are getting there, to be fair. They're a little slower to it than I think maybe the providers and surgeons are on seeing that true value proposition. But I think it's I think it's getting there. I'm optimistic that they'll continue to see that not only is there strong clinical value, but there's strong economic value because these procedures are done at oftentimes considerably thousands less than they're able to be done in possibly the hospital setting. In terms of the timing of this shift, did COVID have much of an impact or, or was that going to happen anyway, the, this, the shift in the last couple of years? You know, I think it's fair to say that COVID obviously mm-hmm. had an impact on healthcare as it did much of America. Um, you know, one of the things that I know here at Depew Synthes, we've been really striving to make sure we've, you know, really assess the demands as they've shifted due to COVID. You know, COVID, you know, really spoke to this notion of necessity. How do we provide and how does how did COVID, you know, accelerate, you know, the the need for other access points of care? And so what that meant for Depucentes is that we needed to make sure that we had solutions that met this new alternate side of care. You couldn't have a ton of inventory on hand like you would at the hospital because of simple things like the footprint, the landscape. So how do we have more, you know, AI driven, you know, de- deployment of our resources? How do we make sure we have, you know, back table management solutions so that we're making sure that there are less sets, less tools necessary? Prime example, our advanced case management system does just that. We will look at the individual needs of a particular case it concert with the preferences of a surgeon and will deploy and deliver specifically what resources need to be in a specific set right on time make sure there's you know sterilized and ready for a case without having a multitude of you know resources on the back table that can be confusing for confusing for staffing on the back table can increase costs can increase waste so those are some of the things we had to do to pivot to make sure that we were ready to address those needs but yes covid very much put a spotlight on the need for additional sites and access points of care and once that was revealed it didn't go away it ended up being something that surgeons patients even payers liked and I think we're going to see that continue to grow in the U.S. How has that really forced you to, to to change and adapt as a group in terms of being able to reach your customers? You know, the force to change is one way to mm-hmm. articulate the read, but I would say actually it's been a, a welcomed opportunity to embrace, you know, what could be. And it's such a high growth area. There's such uh, excitement in our organization to look at new and clever ways that we can continue to, you know, tailor our solutions to these unique surgeon needs. I mean, if you've met and ASC, you've met and ASC. They're also very unique. And you know, you're seeing some that are going to stand up and be maybe sole specialty practices, but by and large, many are moving to multi-specialty practices from a cost perspective, but also too, just to be a solution that meets the needs of many. And I can't think of a better organization than J and J MedTech to meet those broad needs. I mean, you look at the fact that we've got a strong position in orthopedics. We've got a strong position in robotic and innovations. We've got a strong uh, position in vision 
uh, surgical care. We've got also an equally strong position in Ethicon, general surgery, sutures, you name it. And so as you look at that landscape, it's been something that on all cylinders, it's been nice to work alongside others in the organization you know, to meet the needs of ASCs, lowering costs of surgery while also saving the entire U.S. healthcare system money. Obviously, particularly in orthopedics, it's a very competitive space. And so when you're going to to customers and saying, this is why you should work with J&J as opposed to anybody else, what is the pitch? I mean, why do they want to work with J&J? The, the feedback we've received, and, and, and to that point, we've actually seen uh, uh, a strong shift in a positive direction on our position within the hearts and minds of ASC owners and surgeons through recent surveys. But some of the things that ring true are that we're committed to creating a brand new ecosystem in the ASC and ambulatory surgery center space. And what that means is looking beyond the amazing implants like our attuned knee system and, and, and looking to find more instruments and tools that can help uh, with delivering value along with technology. It's not just you know, the ability to create something that's neat or that's differentiating or cutting edge, but how are we creating solutions that add value and they're designed with value in mind at the very beginning? And so that's something that makes a big difference in what DePuy-Synthes, you know, brings to the table. And so we're looking, as I said before, at value, not only in the 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 implants and the, the actual instruments themselves that are traditionally deployed, but also how can we support, you know, staff training? staff development. You know, you've got this huge staffing challenge and need. And so the tenure and, and the expertise, um, uh, you know, may or may not be there across the board in some of these newer ORs as we're adding additional sites of care, right? You've still got hospitals that are standing up, but now you have ASCs that are providing new employment opportunities all across America. So how do we help bridge that divide and help educate their staff, help educate, you know, even potentially surgeons on new techniques, uh, new new uh, surgical applications, new instruments like concise, uh, cuptomize, uh, to name a few of some of the things that we brought to the table. When you talk to, say, ASCs or surgeons, what do they ask for, not just out of you, but out of device companies in general? What do they wish could be different about the process other than just making everything cheaper? You know, I, I, th I think, uh, you know, Reed, the, the biggest challenge is that they share, we share, right? I think it's you know, looking at ways to continue to create efficiencies, uh, continue to bring value when we bring, you know, uh, opportunities and solutions and innovations forth, and also to the ability to personalize and customize the solutions that we bring forth. This whole cookie cutter approach that we utilize historically in our legacy you know, relationships with hospitals, we're not able to necessarily do that in the ASC setting. So as a company, they're looking for us to one, recognize that, and then two, rise to the occasion and the challenge to bring those differentiated solutions uh, to their practice in a very meaningful, impactful, but also value-compressed way. And so those are some of the things that my team, we have a fully deployed uh, field-based team, which works alongside our field sales organizations to have those touch points, those discussions, You know, continue to make sure that we're monitoring the impact of the solutions that we've deployed. We've got a strategy and innovation group that continues to say what's next, listening to the needs that are ever-present and dynamic within ASC owners, you know, what do we need to continue to 
dedicate our time, attention, and resources to, to get ahead of what the needs are. And then lastly, we have a marketing team that helps us to make sure we're getting that message out. And we're also you know, creating a pathway so that others can find their way and we can find our way to uh, create value for those needs. Speaking of what's coming up next, so within the, the products that you focus on, is there anything we should be looking forward to as this is going to be the big thing in 2023? I know you talked about Vellus and we've covered that quite a bit. Obviously, that's going to change a lot of things, but is there anything else you wanted to highlight? I don't know how much I can divulge per se, but I will say this. There's some universal truths that I think any and all folks uh, worth their salt looking at ASCs and healthcare in general will be will be engaged in and looking forward to. And for us, those areas are also going to lie in some critical areas like AI, data. Um, how are we leveraging AI and data to anticipate um, needs, to drive efficiencies, to make sure targeting of resources, limited resources in healthcare are going to the right place at the right time? Those things are now going to be a part of our regular uh, cadence. They're going to be ingrained into our DNA and all things moving forward. So that's what I think you and others can look forward to from Depew Synthes. And that's going to, again, spread across our entire landscape. It's going to be in, again, joint recon. It's going to be in sports. It's going to be in spine. It's going to be all across the full gambit, as well as our trauma team, which, again, is a leader in the space. So uh, more to come on that, but uh, you can look for more of that with regards to data and AI to be woven into everything we do. This is a, a thing that people ask us a lot about, this development of this sector. And so we wanted to make sure we talk to somebody who knows a lot about it. Yeah, Reed, you know, first of all, thank you again for the no invitation to, to join you today. And again, if I had to talk about things I'm really excited about as we most recent accomplishments and, and developments, it's not only, you know, the advent of uh, innovations like Cuptimize, you know, concise, uh, the Velus robotic system, again, the whole VRAS system and patient pathway is a big deal. Um, and so I think you're going to see more on that as, as time goes along. And it's been, its adoption has been far exceeded even our expectations in modeling. So really excited to see where that's going. Um, the other, again, I mentioned before is that advanced case management, making sure that we can really personalize and optimize the efficiency on the back table and what that end user experience is for not only the surgeon, but the staff supporting it, which ultimately leads to great results for patients. And then the, the last thing is, how we're now looking as a Depew Synthes organization at external partnerships as opposed to uh, to subsidize and to support our own expertise. And so we've contracted recently and commercially with the Steris uh, group, was, which is a leader in the sterilization space, but also to um, in um, OR, um, you know, tables, beds, booms, towers, capital goods. And so we've got a great new partnership with them that we're going to be expanding upon here in 2023. But also, too, uh, we've recently added a third party uh, finance partner in DLL. Which will also join our own, you know, J and J, you know, uh, uh, you know, finance arm. But this unique third-party vendor will allow for greater flexibility for surgeon owners who may or may not have, you know, new business, you know, uh, credit history and some other things. They're tailor-made to look at the specific needs of each individual uh, ASC opportunity and, and embrace those with their many resources. So we're excited to add that to our capabilities as a partnership uh, with DLL and Steris. That's fantastic. I appreciate it. No, thank you, Reed. I really appreciate it. And, and again, just, uh, you know, thank you for, you know, the time. Again, just can't be more excited about the innovation and, and collaboration within DPS and uh, across J&J &J MedTech. 
as we continue to uh, embrace what is this amazing new opportunity in the ASC settings. Well, thanks for joining us. Once again, this is Reed Miller from MedTech Insight. You can just go to our website, medtechinsight.com. There you'll find lots of articles about the topics we just talked about, as well as all of our other podcasts and our podcasts from the other Insight publications. Thanks and have a great week.